because we thought we were going to do both episodes and the whole thing last time. And then... Turns out we uh, talk way too fucking much. Yeah, we talk way too much. Even with loose notes. So... Yes. Well, our next movie uh-huh. is a real doozy. Like also a little with better cameras. Than a... <laughs> Has a lot of camera things going on in it. Yeah. A few anyway. You Were know. there cameras in the last movie too? Well, it was all about being caught on film. Oh, yeah. Duh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> you forgot? Hey, guess what? Emily forgot there were cameras, too. Yeah, she sure did. She I sure think, did. oh, our character is Emily in this one, too. Um, So, this one is Dying to be Loved. The Dying to be Loved. is to avoid prison. When you watch this movie... They could have pretty easily avoided prison, but to avoid well, yeah. prison. Jill's teen daughter Emily and Emily's bad seed boyfriend appear to commit a double suicide, but Jill is convinced Gary's gone on the run with Emily in tow. That's true. All that is true. There's and a Jill, lot of times that they could have avoided. Yeah, there's a lot of times they, they could have avoided Jill from step one, but, you know, that's never how yeah. these movies work. And Jill... We watched Jill before we were making a podcast in that one really awesome movie where she would like take a drink My and have split personalities or multiple something. Multiple personalities or something. We're, I think we were doing the podcast, but I kind of cheated and watched it. And what do you I think mean? you might have fallen it was asleep good. or weren't really there yeah. for all of it. But um, it was good. It was good. Yeah. So I, mean, I like that lady as an good actress. Good for you know. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like that lady. But so yeah, the synopsis and how do you, I mean I feel like that synopsis at least as far as synopses go was pretty spot on. It's very accurate. Yeah. Considering some of these things. Some of them are just not as uh revealing yeah. or mis they're misleading. Or you know, oftentimes. it's like someone watched a completely different movie. Yeah, I don't even know. But anyway, the movie opens to do you remember? Um, Opens on this double suicide. Happening. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's these kids going <clears> up <throat> to the bridge, Romeo and Juliet style, like holding yeah. hands. They're draped in chains. They're like locking they're themselves in chains. They're draped in chains and uh, some cinder blocks. Cinder blocks. And they're on the edge of this giant bridge, which mm-hmm. I can only assume is in the Pacific Northwest. And we're seeing them through a security camera yes we are which is panning back and forth it's going (laughs) but why there's a camera on this random bridge i've never seen a camera on a bridge but whatever you know they have them on some bridges i guess i guess uh but do they move what would be the purpose of it moving specific thing i don't think they do that but anyway (laughs) (laughs) it helps the plot we see them step over the side yep we pan away. We come back. There's nothing left but what? A red oh, scarf. Oh, a red scarf, which we see throughout the movie. Which is going to be a big part of the movie. In fact, I noticed the second time when I was taking my notes mm-hmm. that this movie is called Dying to be Loved and the V turns red like the scarf. Oh, for real? Yes. Oh, I missed that. Fuck, <laughs> that sounds awesome. Boy, let's get heavy-handed with this thing. We cut to the girl who we, we find out is Emily. That's the young daughter. Uh, who just jumped off a bridge, apparently. Yeah. So clearly we're in a flashback. Yeah, I think it does six months earlier mm-hmm. or something, or four I months earlier. I don't think it even says, but does we it? see her. She's walking through a university campus with mm-hmm. her books pressed to her chest. She looks a little glum and lost yes. in her thoughts. Which is glum going to be is this woman's like middle name. Be a thing. Um, and she sits down with her book. 
Yeah. And she starts to read, and this creepy, like, Kashoctan-looking dude comes <laughs> up behind her. <laughs> Is he a Kashoctan level? Oh, totally. Um, he comes up behind her with this red scarf and basically pretends to garret her. I think that's the word. Oh, yeah, with the red scarf. Yeah. And, uh... Ligature. Yeah, whatever. Is that it? And Is he's right? like, what you read, nerd? Romanticism. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah. College. Good lord. He's also security campus. He's wearing a jacket that says this. Yeah, because he's so professional about it. So we being... find out this is her boyfriend. What is his name? Gary. Fucking Gary. No offense. And to let me tell you about Gary. Gary. Shitbag. Like well, we'll of the highest that. order. I'm just saying. <laughs> he kind of was already coming across as a shitbag at the hug. Yeah. But he's got he those gets like so downturned mouth and like yeah. just sort of gloomy eyes. Yeah. Weird fucking hair. Wrong. Yeah. Too Looks... much hair. Too much in my opinion. Um, Okay, then we cut to Emily is getting home to Mm -hmm. her mansion because everyone in everyone lives lives in a giant house, or at Uh, least in a Mick mansion, like (laughs) like in some weird suburb. At least this one looks like people live in it. I have to give this one a little bit of credit. You know what? I will give you that. And the dad, and we meet the dad and the mom. Well, it's her stepdad. It's her. Is that her stepdad? Boyfriend's mom. Yeah, because they're talking about how they were planning Gonna the wedding. Going to get married, that's right. And uh, she's like, oh, hi, Connor. How's it going? And Connor, this big, brawny, brown, tan. I mean. For, not bad looking. No, for, for as handsome dad. as he was, he played like no role in this movie. He always no looks like he smells something bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I was going to say Connor, who looks like he always smells something stanky. Yeah, and it's like it's like he's getting the he's getting the uh, olfactory vibe from everything. Yeah, all the time. and he just has to basically like be supportive of everyone, and anytime he says anything, he gets like kind of smacked down, which he does deserve. In you know, some he's kind of like the Steve Buscemi character in The Big Lebowski, but this woman's yeah, husband. Yeah, shut up, Connor. Like, shut up, Connor. <laughs> and then he just looks like he smelled something bad. Yeah, when he and he's like, eh, shut up. all I do is support you. I've known a lot of guys like that. Um, so he's hanging up pictures, unpacking boxes. Apparently they've just moved yep. because this is the beginning of every Lifetime movie. Someone's yep. Pulling out pictures last, mm-hmm. and what happens? Someone sees a picture that upsets them and reminds them of <sighs> some big thing that's going to be a part of the movie. What, yep. is, what does Emily see? A picture of herself in a pool with a little floaty device, and then she says, this is the day I nearly drowned. Oh, right, because she's afraid of water. This right. is where we establish she's afraid Connor of water. And then Connor says something like, that's why you never go near water. <laughs> Because Connor's lines, he's got six, and they're never good. <laughs> and she's like, yes. And then she asks where her mom is. She's already asked this like three times, and Connor is kind of like, let's just put up these pictures. And and keeps getting a little more weird. Right, like he's being, he's being, um, he's hiding something. Yeah, obviously. like he's trying to distract her from where her mom is. So you kind of think, is the mom dead? What the hell right. is going on? But since we know that's not the plot of the movie, that's way too early on. Well, she says, where is my mom? And Emily's just like, all right, I'm tired of this picture hanging bullshit. She runs past Connor upstairs, into her bedroom. Which is upstairs. Which I guess is upstairs. It is upstairs. Opens the door and she sees her mom, Jill, at um, her, by her I mean Emily's desk. Vanity or whatever. Counting this like outlandish number of pills. Yeah, there's like four pill bottles. And like, yeah, and they're like, and the pills, pills are everywhere. everywhere. 
Because she's wanting to make sure she's taking her medication. Yeah, and Emily's like, you're counting my pills, and throws the pills everywhere. Which everywhere. Would gave me a lot of stress <laughs> as someone who was on antidepressants. I was well, like, that is, you're going to go through Here's withdrawal. the part it's gonna that I thought was weird. It was like, why if, all right, so this girl obviously goes to college but still lives at home, which is totally mm-hmm. fine. Not slamming anybody for that. But well, she's you, 18. So she's 18. It's not but that. you heard this woman come through the fucking door. Mm-hmm. You heard her downstairs with your soon-to-be future husband. That's my thing. It's like, what is Jill's deal? Like, first of all, leave the door open also, so you can hear. You don't hear someone coming up the shit. fucking stairs. Yeah. Like, you should have just like the minute Shouldn't she came through the there. door. But you know, whatever. Anyway, um, she's like, "You're counting my pills," and Jill, her mom, is like, "Well, I've just been concerned. I want to make sure you're okay." And and Emily's like, you said if I could handle a full course load that you would give me more freedom. Right. And uh, Jill, the mom, is like, well, remember what happened last time. You didn't take your pills. Oh, yeah. What did the... Alluding to a suicide attempt. Oh, that's right. And Jill is, you know, uh, goes on about uh, how she's been out of it lately and she seems, you know, glum. Right. Trying to um, start a new life in this town with this house and this new guy. It's like... Yeah. And um, Jill says, we thought maybe, or Connor thinks it's because you have a boyfriend, but I know you would have told me. Oh, yeah. And Jill, or sorry, Emily says, oh, you just can't believe I could attract somebody. I do have a boyfriend. She's like, sweetheart, that's wonderful. That's why you've been more depressed. I'm just kidding. I don't want to say that, but it seems have weird you... that you would Wait be more depressed. Wait till you meet him, Mom. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then we, you know, cut to Connor and, uh, Jill in bed, happily beaming over the fact that Emily has a boyfriend. Yeah. So great. Everything's looking up. Uh, Everything's Jill coming up aces. talks about how she knows she's overprotective and mm-hmm. she needs to calm down. And Connor says, well, maybe not. I saw Emily today and she kind of zoned out and she saw a picture of herself. And uh, <laughs> I wonder if her mom tried to it was drown the picture her. Where like, she nearly drowned. Yeah. And Jill's like, "Well, it's not about the drowning. It's about what happened after the drowning." Which, which was? I think when she almost drowned, it made her want to make a connection with her father. So I got a hold of him, and he didn't want anything to do with her. So she oh, just wow. sees it as a, the day she was rejected. Oh wow! So she almost died, and then reached out to her dad, and her dad was like, "Meh." No. Meh. Yeah. Oh wow. That would be pretty scarring. I don't know if it's seven bottles of pills scarring, but it's that would be pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I know some people need to be on a lot of medication. I just wasn't sure about this 18-year-old girl with depression. But um I mean, she's on a lot of meds. It's a lot of pills in the beginning. But um no judgment, just No, no, no. Like, whoa. She must have had some other but, stuff. But uh The next scene is Jill is and this struck me as funny because Jill is bringing in groceries to the house mm-hmm. while Connor is setting the table. And then he's like, oh, they're almost here, meaning Jill and her boyfriend, Gary. Oh, so yeah. she's just now getting the groceries for this dinner that they're presumably having. Or she's running late. Who knows? I don't know. Jill, anyway, Jill's a little bit scattered. Yeah, she's you know, that's kind of like kind her. Of yeah, she, that's person. her character role yeah. in these ones. Whatever her name is, is it's a bit. She's always scattered. Yeah. So, Emily and Gary pull up to the house. Sorry, I always yawn too much. Oh, it's all right. In this podcast, um, 
And they walk in and Jill and Connor go up and say, hey, how's it going? So nice to meet you, Gary. Oh, yeah, uh, he does that. They go into the living room. They sit down and um, Jill asks how they met. Are they in classes together? And he says, no, I'm campus security. Right. She's like, oh, is that what you want to do with your life? And he's like, no, but it gives me half off my night business courses. She's like, what do you want to be in business for? And he's like, whatever makes me the most money. And oh, everyone yeah. kind of like looks awkward for a minute. Like, whoa, who wants to make money? Right. Like, clearly, that's not the douchiest part about Gary. Oh, but, no, um, that's like the least douchiest thing about Gary. He's... And now we have another heavy-handed moment where Connor <laughs> is looking at his phone and Emily and Jill are like, really, Connor? You can't even just not look at your phone. And he's like, I'm just firing up the string beans because oh, he designs the, smart houses that are all run by an app on their phone. On his phone. And, yeah. he, and he's showing it off. Yeah, and he's showing it off. And Con- or sorry, Gary is like, what's that, man? With his pouty lips. Yeah. Does that make you money? Uh, and he's like, Did you just enter your passcode. And Gary... Blatantly enters his Shows password him the for passcode. all to see very slowly. Like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, mm. beep, boop. And then like... I just simply um, enter in 741. <laughs> it's not really that. And just in case you missed it, that was 741. Yeah, <laughs> Clearly this is going to come into play again. And Gary's like, I guess someone could make a lot of money doing that. Just in case Gary wants like, to like well, stalk some green beans. I do make money doing it. Yeah. It's my job. And he's like, I mean real money. Whatever that means. For some reason, Connor's insulted by this. Jill is like, I'm going to go get us some drinks. And Connor says, make mine a double. Oh, yeah. Because he's so offended by someone saying he doesn't make enough money. Now oh. we're sitting at the dinner table. Gary uh, mentions that he used to be a snowboarder. Yes. And he was going to go to the Olympics, but he like hurt his knee or something. Yeah. But he stayed in this place in like... Uh, Angusville or something. Some mountain town. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Alexandria. Alexandria, sorry. Uh, clearly, I would not save the day in this movie. But no, it's he's staying in this house in Alexandria because his coach lets him stay there still. His snowboarding coach. Sometimes. Um, and he was like really close with him or whatever. And uh, oh, yeah, Emily is the one who says he was Olympic. He. What is the word when you qualify for the qualified for the Olympics? Right. And Gary's like, I was talking. Oh yeah, he and like, like yeah, this abusive silence. behavior number one. Yeah, he, he like, like yells, yells at, at her. Trying to and I was like, form. man, if that was my fucking kid, I'd come across the fucking table with yeah, this I'd be fucking like, guy and beat the shit out of him. And we both were like, why was why Instead, is he still Instead, no one really says anything. And no, they Gary's just let like, it go. Sorry, babe. They Shouldn't just... have snapped at you like that. And then he pulls out nicotine gum in the middle of dinner. Yeah. His plate, by the way, barely anything yeah. touched. And uh, Connor's like, oh, what's that? And he's like, oh, I'm trying to quit smoking. And I'm used to smoking after every meal. And Connor's like, yeah, I used to put a couple dozen of those away myself. And then Gary, <laughs> Gary's How like, did he say that? I don't know. <laughs> that was amazing. I hate when I'm the one with the notes. I feel stressed. No, it's fine. You're and uh, <laughs> Gary's like, yeah, oh, I smoked a lot. And well, Joe's like, well, let's clear funny, the table. But I also found it funny, A, who gives a shit if he's smoking? B, he just put a piece of gum in his mouth. Like, it's not reason to, like, 
stop. Well, it's what it's is like that? quit it is the gum. It's like clearly a nicotine gum. Yeah, like it's like off-brand Nicorette or whatever. Nothing subtle about Gary at this point. Yeah, like he's kind of over the top villainous almost. Well, also he's showing he's signs chewing of his villainy. like nicotine gum and drinking a Coke or yeah. some crap. Well, his double whatever drink it was. Yeah, you know, or, no, 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 that no, that's was Connor, Connor that needed yeah, the double. That's right. So, um, Jill's like, "Let's clear the table," and Gary's like, "Yeah, here, take my plate," and then just sits at the table. Yeah. So Jill and Connor go into the kitchen, and she's like. I hate this guy. He is a creep. Yeah, he kind of is. And Connor's just like, it's her first love. Give it a rest. You're so overprotective. Connor's Connor's going to pay for yeah. this. Well, Connor's going to pay for this. And also, oh, if you're talking about oh, your business, you could get offended. But this fucking douchebag. Yeah, but he just doesn't your... care that he's a total jerk that screams at his stepdaughter and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I would think he would want to be protective of Jill's daughter, but. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't give a shit. He's waiting for her to leave the I house. I think he just doesn't know. want her to like... Snap into a depression. Yeah. Freak out when they're really anti-Gary. Yeah. So he's like, calm down. You'll get used to it. She'll have a million boyfriends after this guy. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, Gary gets up and goes to the door and then says... Hey, my family's having a cookout next week. Oh, yeah. You can come meet them. Oh, this is my favorite fucking shit right So here. we're almost to my favorite aspect oh, yes. of this movie. Oh, yeah. This this <laughs> this is where the movie takes a, a decidedly awesome turn, in my opinion. It's not an awesome movie. I it just takes a really interesting turn. I wish we had gotten kicked off turn. Instagram so we could... Uh... Oh, we could... Oh, I'm, I'm still doing it. It's going to yeah. go on Facebook and Twitter <laughs> because those are the two things we aren't kicked off of for this, but continue. So we cut to... The cookout where Connor is eating a plain hamburger. There's nothing mm-hmm. on this burger. It's a huge puffy bun. I'm just like, what the fuck? And All right, Connor's I'm going to pause like, here. Do you think Connor has an eating disorder? <laughs> he didn't no, touch his dinner. No, Gary was the one who didn't Oh, wait, Connor. Food. You keep getting Yeah, I keep confused. getting them confused. So Connor, old, handsome man, Gary, douchebag. <laughs> Connor's eating the plain hamburger. But he's super yeah. fit, so maybe he's, he's just fit, in for so protein. So maybe he doesn't want extra yeah. calories from lettuce. And he definitely mayo. does kettlebells, man. You seen that guy's fucking jacked mm-hmm. arms? Totally. We've been doing kettlebells, P.S. Um, gotta offset all this Chardonnay I'm drinking. <laughs> um, so Gary's like being a typical dick. Oh, like, yeah. He's like and the mom. A... We never find out her name, I don't think. No. Gary's mom, not Jill. Is like, sorry, there's not much room at the table. And Gary's like, well, we could have sat inside if you turned the fan on. It didn't stink up the place. Yeah. I, I don't... don't know what was stinking up the place because they're having a cookout. Dead bodies? I don't know. Gary's a psycho. Gary's poop that he took right before dinner. I don't know. The outhouse is backed up. I don't know. And the mom's like, sorry, Gary. Oh, yeah. And then you realize he's such a controlling, Yeah, he's controlling of everyone. He's controlling of his mom. Now, in walks Richie. Oh. Who is apparently a cop. A police. Which we will not be able to mistake because he continues to wear this uniform for the entire movie in every, every scene, scene in. he has his police officer uniform plus on top of it it's not even just a regular police he doesn't change it's the uniform it's like a short sleeve uniform. one like they couldn't mix like, it up maybe they could have put like two less turkey burgers on the table to buy like a Sleeves. normal outfit or or like maybe was not a cop uniform. he could just not be a police when he's coming to like the family dinner but i don't know I don't know what kind of... He never of, takes it off. Never takes it off. No matter so what. for one moment, we'll, which we'll get to. 
We'll get there, but it's it's hysterically funny how often he wears yeah, his short sleeve cop not, uniform. Couldn't fucking get over it. Um, and he's like, "Introduce yourself, Richie. This is my girlfriend's family." <laughs> and Richie's like, "Oh, sorry." Like everyone basically bows down to Gary. I have yeah. no idea why. And he seems to be the youngest. I believe. Yeah, he is. Um, and then Gary's mom is like. I'm so glad you guys can finally come over here because, you know, it's been so nice having Emily here all the time. And right. Jill's like, Emily's what? been here before. Yeah. So she's, like, pissed off. But again, um, chill the fuck out, Jill, for a yeah, second. Yeah, Jill's a little bit Over fucking, Overbearing. She, if she would calm down, maybe things wouldn't go so badly for her when something's actually wrong. True. But, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Gary is like, let's go get more drinks. He and Emily go inside. And Jill and Connor are now, for some reason, sitting at a table, like, way out of earshot. And Jill's like, maybe I've been overreacting. Maybe things will settle in. And Connor's like, yeah, just relax and enjoy it. Well, and I'm also trying to think, when they keep talking about doubles and drinks, is Gary... I mean, they all look old enough to drink. However, I think they Gary's did... definitely probably 21. Okay. Because he's like campus security and older, and Emily's 18, so yeah. usually your she boyfriend drink. is like a little older than you. But you know, you already know he's like kind of like a raconteurish, a ruffian, that right. he's probably getting Emily to drink. Who yes, knows? because in this next moment, Emily comes out drinking a beer, mm-hmm. and Jill is like, Emily, you can't drink in, with your medication. It's like... <laughs> I haven't been taking my medication anyway. Oh, right. Gary doesn't want me to take it because he says it's not the real me and doctors are too quick to medicate. Oh, because Gary's and, a um, fucking college graduate in, yeah, in CMS. And, <laughs> yeah. You know. And Jill is like, well, I don't think a teenager who tried to overdose the last oh, yeah. time she went off her meds should be drinking. And she says, why don't you just say it out loud for everyone to hear? And runs away. <laughs> Up comes Gary. And uh, he says, what do you need, Jill? And she's like, I need you to stay away from my daughter. And he's like, oh, yeah? Is it because you want me all to yourself? <gasps> oh, She's like, what? Oh, yeah. He's like, well, is... I was thinking all three of us could get together. And he's... he means like, Jill, three away, yeah. Emily, and Gary. Yeah. And he's like getting like, it's like he's up in the so mom's like face. Mommy and daughter. And, and he says like, this. <gasps> We're in... leaving right now. He says this in her ear. Yeah, so like... no one else hears this yeah. as usual. He's like. Like, I want to get a taste of And everyone's just like, calm down, Jill. Like, what? I would be beating the fuck out Dude, of this kid, I would be, Dude, I would be like, nope, you're never seeing this guy ever the fuck again. This yeah. is fucking crazy. But Emily, for the third time in, like, two minutes, is like, I'm 18! Yeah, I'm doing what I know! So they stay, and Jill's like, you're a cop. And Richie's like, there's nothing I can do about it. Like, yeah, he's I'm not doing sure anything wrong. underage kids drink. I mean, that is kind of what That's do, You know, but... that was another weird point. Where it's like, okay, you're such a police officer. But but maybe they're trying to set up the fact that maybe he's not as lawful as he appears right. with he's his like, uniform. Yeah. But also... Even though he never takes it off. <laughs> if I came to your house, let's just prospectively do this. And I whispered in your mom's ear, we should have a three-way... Would your family even want to stay there? I don't think I would have to do I, I'm, I'm just saying. Not that that would ever well, happen. Well, yeah, it's like, why... That's... If you mentioned this to Emily, would Emily be like, 
you shouldn't have been hitting on my boyfriend, mom, or something like oh that. Oh my god! Or tell fucking Connor, because Connor would crush Gary's ass in a, like an instant, because he's like six no, foot four. No, he'd probably be like, "It was just a joke." He's yeah, he was like, he just he watches a lot of internet porn. <laughs> have you seen Summer Girls? Yeah, so we got to the car. So we got to the car, and Jill is like, "I am so upset," and Connor's like, "There's nothing you can do about it." She's 18. It's her first love. If we push her away, she's going to just want him more. Yeah. And it's all because why she didn't have a father growing up. And it's like, whoa, let's get with the stereotypical, like... Daddy issues. Daddy issues, depression. You got daddy bare issues. Bare minimum of in research about it. Yeah. But I'm also trying to figure out what Emily's getting out of this relationship with Gary. Like, a red scarf so far. That's kind of it. And a lot of shit for, like, dumb stuff. Well, unfortunately, Gary reminds me a lot of my first boyfriend. Oh, So wow. this movie gave me a little bit of some triggering It was shit. a trigger warning? Like, <laughs> trigger was, warning. I mean, I have. there's no rhyme or reason to it, but when you're at 18, you're just a fucking idiot. So. And, and do you think, and not to, like, diverge it, but do you think it's because you feel like they're so cool because they're rule breakers? Or is it, like, something else? Because I feel like I think, Gary... I like, damaged... Is, dudes that seem damaged rather are like appealing when you're young okay. and then they're like slightly dangerous and then you don't of course want to get along with your mom anyway right right makes sense no and uh, the shitty things they do are embarrassing but you can get past it gotcha um, but could you get past somebody to try to get your you and your mom in a three-way? That's really No, I would be disgusted by that. <laughs> That's yeah. so crazy. But she doesn't know about this because her mom didn't tell her. I still don't understand why Jill didn't fucking lose her fucking yeah. shit over that, but whatever. Because it's lifetime and we have to get to the part where mm-hmm. they fake their deaths. <laughs> so next scene, Jill is meeting conveniently by the bridge we saw earlier mm-hmm. where these people were trying to commit suicide. Uh meeting a pi yeah who looks and, like santa uh, claus by yes, the way he does very inconspicuous yeah very inconsp- little fat man <laughs> with a white beard white hair great detective apparently apparently he's great so the next scene after the P- meeting the pi because she wants to figure out more about gary uh she and connor are looking at a computer screen with gary's face on it, it says sexual assault and two duis oh yeah now connor's like you hired a pi I wish you would have told me. And Jill's like, that's what you're upset about? Not right. all this crap that we found out He's about? He's got sexual assault, two DUIs. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the next thing Jill says is, I mean, this guy must have a a magic, a guardian angel, that's what it is, because he doesn't even have charges or convictions. All right. Now, how is this on his record that, if yeah. he doesn't even have charges? Did he make the slammer or whatever the newspapers are where they it put just your doesn't make, up? You can't not have these charges and have them on your record. That and let's no also, sense. Jill, let's take some basic math lessons here. His brother is a police officer like who's worn the uniform the one time we've seen him. So you know he's a cop. So right. probably he's got some people getting him no out. No shit like, who his fucking guardian agent Come on. angel is. Sorry. Guardian agent. Um, Guardian agent. Then Connor's like, come on. This was five years ago. It, like, it's totally okay to sexually assault someone if it was five years ago. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what America so thinks. Assuming, assuming he's 21, that would have been when he was 16, but probably not. So maybe he's older than 21. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, so we've established that Connor is just going to be no help in this situation. So he'll he's probably be the first the victim movie. when things go yeah. wrong. 
so next up, we cut to Gary and Emily are driving down the road. Oh. Having a gay old time. This stresses me out, by the way. <laughs> Someone behind them like starts honking, pulls around, cuts them, them off. Just passes pulls, them. Passes oh. them a bit dangerously. I mean, they're being a douche. And Gary's yeah. like, what? Oh, he yeah. starts driving really fast. Emily's like, whoa, slow down. Gary gets like fucking next level road and rage. He finally slows down. And Emily says, okay, good job avoiding that guy. And Emily's like, you know, I might... I think my mom might be right. I might want to go back on my meds. And Gary says, we'll talk about it. <laughs> and she's like, okay. So clearly Gary is controlling and an asshole. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, next up, they see the guy that just passed Pulled them, into a gas pulled station. Pulled into a gas station. And Gary's like, <laughs> this is going to be great. And Emily's like, can we please just go home? And he's like, no. Not today. Shut up! Yeah. So and they pull over at the gas station. He starts going like... Hey, buddy. Yeah. What'd you do back there? And he's like, what the hell was that? Yeah. And the guy goes, what are you going to do about it? Huh? And goes but up to Gary. The funny part was the dude that they got to play the bystander cut offer guy does not look like a dude who would like talk back to anyone. Like, uh, they'd probably be like, eh, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know. It's cool. This looks like a white dude to me, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying. They all look. From, from my <laughs> like my vantage that. point, I would look like it would not be a dude that would bow up because he wasn't like a big dude. He was just kind of like a scrawny little dude. And like, well, I would think like. Because Gary's a psychopath. If somebody got out of the car and yelled at me, I don't think I'd bow up. Well, at Gary him. looks like, hey. like a mop. Yeah, Gary does look like a mop. With his with jean jacket on, his like dirty on jean jacket. Head. Yeah. Well, then what happens? Um, the guy's like, oh, yeah. He's like, Get, hit me with your best shot. And Gary's like, I'm only going to hit you with one shot. Foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. And then. Goes over to the car. Slowly. Told Emily to open the glove compartment. <laughs> Emily, being a hugely ignorant dumbass, apparently, opens the glove compartment. Sees that there's a gun in it. Slowly pulls it out and stares at it like. Oh no! Oh, by the way, at this point, Emily has already called the police. Like, there's being yes, there's a she's fight. She's got nine one one, and yet on, on she doesn't dial. bother to think that maybe there's a gun in the glove but compartment also, that he's asking her to hand him. She doesn't want to hand it to him. Like, she's like, well, he's she like, doesn't. Hand but it's like, gun. if a dude was getting in a fight and asked you to open a glove compartment, what would you think would be in there? Exactly. A pine cone, anyway. Uh, maybe some mace. I don't know. But <laughs> anyway. but the thing that thought about it was funny that she op- they open the glove compartment. The gun kind of like falls forward in the glove box she pulls it out she's holding it and gary's like hand me the gun damn it i said hand it to me grabs that out of her hand so she didn't really hand it to him but 911 is on the line yeah yeah they're listening Keep in mind. well and like i want to stop here because like gary is like right there at the fucking window could have easily just reached in and pulled the gun out of the glove well, box Gary's himself. a lazy piece of he shit. is a lazy piece of shit we've already established that so, so he has the gun he has the gun he goes over to the guy and he's like Ooh, holding it right to his heart. The guy's yeah. like, whoa, calm down. Doesn't make any attempt to like run away or anything. And so that was the other thing. If if Gary left this physical altercation, walks around the back of the car to the passenger side. Anytime someone's reaching in their car. To get something. I'm the I'm fuck out. The fuck out of I'm there, out. Yeah. But then he throwing comes. Throwing my checks mixed down But he comes out with a gun, walks back around the car and points it to his chest. And the guy didn't flinch. He didn't even move. It's like. Anyway, long story short. Would have been gone. Shoots the guy in the heart. Does. Yeah, you hear a gunshot but you don't see anything you just like hear oh really and then it's like so next scene we cut to um they're in 
the jail or something. Yeah. <laughs> Jill and Connor are at this office talking to a guy who's like, your daughter is, you know, in jail. Um, obviously, she's going to go to trial because right. she had 911 on the line and they heard her hand him the gun. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Which I don't think she did. <clears throat> I don't think she, she physically touched the gun, but it sounded like she did. She was holding the gun, trust yeah. me. All right. Um, she's holding it. Gary just grabs it out of her hand, so she didn't technically hand it to him. But the sound of it on the 911 call yes. sounded like he she handed him the gun. So she's um, an accessory to murder, yeah. basically. Yeah, so Emily comes out. <clears throat> she's like, I hate it in jail. Please don't make me go back. And the mom's like, we won't. We won't let you. <clears throat> um, what else? Uh, Gary's in jail. Gary's in jail, obviously. Because he fucking killed somebody. Mm-hmm. But... We cut to Gary's trial. Super fast. Very quickly. Apparently, like, the next day, they're having this fucking murder trial. Right. Which is not realistic no. at all. Um, but Gary's Gary also out on bail. But... has just walked out of his, like, bail trial. He got out on bail. Um, I don't know how. But he's yeah. having din-din with his family. Like, I'm totally going to win this case. Um... I Which, mean, maybe it's possible if you had a brother that was a cop, you could be out on bail. I doubt it. In this situation, but I seriously doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, but he's just I, having dinner with his family. And um, it's like, tomorrow I'm going to find out the verdict. And right. his brother's like, you might have to go to prison. Could you the fucking murder somebody at a yeah, gas station cut for to cutting the next you day, off? Gary is walking out of the court and this newscaster is like the defendant has been found guilty of guilty second degree murder second degree murder and emily and her parents are standing there like oh hoo, hoo, hoo. or at least emily runs up to gary and yeah. he's like let's do what we said we'd do if this happened so yeah have the secret plan but, but also emily's trial hasn't <laughs> happened yet no, That's it like hasn't happened thing. yet, but his has. And then, not only that, but he gets to go home again. How? Because How? we have to wait for the sentencing here. How? Those All are right. two separate things. Calling a balk on this one, Lifetime, because That's no one gets convicted of second-degree I mean, murder. I don't know. Like, I'm not, like, a lawyer. I'm not either. I don't know either. everything, but I basically am, because I've listened to so many podcasts. So, I really don't think this is how this works. I have no concept of how I could see getting off bail prior to the trial. Maybe, maybe, maybe. but once you're convicted of fucking murder on bail, no, no, there's no fucking you're way. You're not going home to eat turkey. You're burgers. not going home. Not no turkey burgers um, for you. Yeah. So cut to the house again. Emily's lawyer or whatever is like. You should take the plea deal, yeah, Emily. Plea deal. And she's like, no, because that means I'll be saying that Gary's guilty and he's not guilty. He's totally fucking guilty. He's totally fucking guilty. He's been found guilty. Blah, blah, blah. He literally just went up and walked and but shot But Emily's a man like, I love him. And I, even though it will get me out of prison, I won't plead guilty to um, abetting or Which whatever. Which uh, aiding and abetting. Aiding and abetting. Uh, and, but, and they were just, and here was the deal. That she was only going to get six months or a year probation. Like, she wasn't mm-hmm. going to go to jail. Which, this bitch was just crying about being in jail 
for but now like she's a willing night. to go to prison. Now she's willing to go to prison it's for very Gary. stupid. Yeah, I think I would have like given up on this shit personally. Um, so Emily's just like, when you, when I mess up, do you stop loving me? And Jill's like, you are my daughter. Yeah, not the same thing. So uh, anyway, I run late to the grocery minutes. store for yeah. you. Uh, then Emily's. You know, in her room, crying and whining, she gets on this prepaid cell phone and calls Gary. Oh yeah, and She's Gary like, I picks a up. Prepaid cell phone. He's like, "How many minutes did you buy?" She's lots like, "A lots and lots." And he was um, like, "Good." Darkness falls. Yes. Uh, cut to Jill and Connor in their bed. Yeah, and obviously this phone call was. was an <laughs> ominous thing. Like they were plotting something that was going to yeah, go down quickly. They were plotting. <clears throat> and then. We cut to Jill and Connor. That wakes them up at noon, apparently. And this cop is like, Ah, uh, yeah, I hate to inform you this, but your daughter is dead. Your daughter has committed suicide. Like all they robotic cops. <laughs> How do they know? We found their car and some notes. And some notes, yeah. And um, a scarf. Yeah. The red no, scarf. No, they haven't found the scarf. They haven't we'll found the scarf that. at this point? Oh, shit. We will get to that. I guess it's my favorite part of the movie, other than the cop uniform. Um, Jill's like, that's not true. My daughter's in bed. She runs around, ah, Emily, ah. Yeah, yeah, she goes, uh, she immediately leaves a police officer to run up to check the bed. The bed's completely made. Like, it's not There's like a teddy bear on it. Yeah, and and that's it. Yeah, whatever. Cut to uh, Jill and Richie sitting at a desk. Richie's like, uh, we usually urge family members not to watch these videos. Oh, and yeah. it's like, I need to see what happened to my daughter. Yeah. And then he's like in the police office, I guess. Yeah. And he's like, well, okay. And then he shows the video, which is a video that pans. It's a panning camera. So it's constantly kind of moving back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like moving like maybe like across like a range of like 90 degrees. And so it comes up and it shows them getting ready. And then it comes back and they're like chained up to center blocks. And then it goes past like way over to the left. And when it comes back, they're not there. And then they're just gone. Yeah. That's it. And in the meantime, Jill is like, why do they have chains around them? I don't know what kind of adult would ask this question. I think it's fairly obvious why they have them. But Richie says, so they go straight to the bottom and don't wash down and hit the rocks. Right. It's less painful. Then, like two minutes later, he's like, we'll probably find their bodies in wash-ups. <laughs> yeah, like maybe was he like critiquing their chain suicide? Will... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Regardless, I thought they went straight to the bottom. You'd think you would be able to find them. At least close um, to the bottom. Sorry if this is getting a little graphic. <laughs> no, no, we're not no, a true crime fine. show. But anyway. Um, now, what's the last thing we see on the video, though? This. We see the scarf, scarf is still fucking there, right? Yeah. Okay. It's Just on the it's on the railing. It's on the railing of the fucking it's wrapped uh, around the yeah. fucking railing. Wrapped right? around it. Which I don't know how you go from wearing it to wrapped around the railing. They left sure. it, I'm sure, as like a sign. Yeah, yeah. But um Okay. Jill gets like a glimmer of hope in her eye because we don't actually ever see them jump off the bridge. Right. Jill actually this is this is the uh, most astute thing, I think. Jill observes in this whole movie because, and you know how, because I think like that too, right? I'm like, well, 
you didn't really see them jump, so did you know they jumped? And that's mm-hmm. kind of like in the back of Jill's mind. Which is wise, because they haven't found bodies. They haven't they found haven't bodies. seen proof of this. Don't, don't know anything blah, else. Blah, blah, blah. And what else does she have proof of? It is a lifetime of? movie, so they don't give a shit. What else does she know uh, that, that kind of starts tying this two pieces of information together? Oh, that Emily almost drowned, so that's not the way she would commit suicide. She would suicide. commit suicide. Like, why wouldn't exactly. she do that when she has enough prescription medication to kill a to man do it. or yeah. something like so, that? So, you know, obviously, like, Jill's, like, fucking sleuthing Magnum P.I. and this shit yes. the fuck up, which I'm so proud of her. So because Jill I'm goes like, home right. and tells Connor this. Connor is, of course, like, honey, you're under a lot of distress. Yeah. This isn't real. Because men just do not fucking listen in well, Lifetime movies. Well, it's fucking Connor. He's a lunk. I mean, in Lifetime movies, not in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so Jill starts going around with this photo of uh, Gary and Emily... She goes to this hardware store. Yep. Yep. Where they must have bought the chains. chains. Maybe even the cinder blocks. Like kind of montage it. Yep. And she goes outside a Chinese restaurant. The guy's like, oh yeah, they were in there. Which I think we both said that our last meal would probably be shitty Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... (laughs) uh, So she's meeting up with the PI again. And Jill's like, I don't think they're dead. And the PI's like, hmm, maybe not. She tells Richie she doesn't think they're dead. And Richie's like, this is common for people who have yeah. lost people. What's Richie wearing? But Close I'll ask uniform. the chief if we can look closer. And Richie's always asking the chief, which, whatever. I don't, think, really I don't think you really are, but, but yeah. whatever. So we cut from this little montage of Jill doing her sleuthing to Jill sitting at Gary's mom's house drinking tea, telling Gary's mom she doesn't think they're dead. Yeah. Gary's mom is like, how dare you say this? I'm trying to plan a memorial for my son. Right. Now all you want to do is bring up a wound or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, Sorry. and so what I thought was also pretty interesting was that I don't know if she told it to the PI or she told it to Gary's mom. I can't remember exactly who she told it to, but she was like, he argued about change for a purchase. I don't know if it was a Chinese thing. Yeah, she or says thing. that to Gary's mom. She's yeah. like, why would Why would he argue? Why would he argue for exact change if he knew he'd never use it again? And yeah. why would they go have their last meal at this Chinese like, restaurant? Fucking like fucking Jill's spider would. senses is off the fucking charts at this yeah. point. She's she's honing. Anyway, in. Gary's mom is like, You're an asshole. They're definitely dead. Even if they're not dead, I don't want my son to go to prison. Blah blah blah. Right. So Gary's mom is not having it. We cut to this memorial that uh, <laughs> Gary's mom is set up for Gary. Who's giving the eulogy and what is he wearing? Police uniform! Because, yeah. you know, the same short sleeve. Uniform, like, not even black. Your brother has died. <laughs> You're not even mourning. You didn't even wear your black police uniform. It's the same navy blue short sleeve shit you've worn yeah, the whole time. You don't. Disaster. Your brother's memorial service, you, you wear your police uniform. Not black. Not black. Police uniform. Badge and everything. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe he just couldn't get the time off work. I don't know. Yeah, he just made a quick But he stop. gives a eulogy. But he's like, would anyone like to share any memories of Gary? And I'm like, whatever. And Jill is like, oh, I forgot to turn my phone off. And she looks at her phone and it says, evidence found of the Emily, bodies or blah, something. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Jumping off the bridge. Whatever. Well, like, why are you checking your phone during this eulogy? Yeah. But whatever. It's this and website. Jill runs out of the building and she's like, oh, and cut to Jill is on the couch clutching this red scarf. Yeah. Crying. Which we have seen in the fucking video. A million times. 
We saw that it didn't go in with them. Right. I don't understand how they could leave a fucking hole this big. But Jill is like, she. this is all that's left of my little girl. And Connor's like, I told you that she was dead. No, he doesn't really say that. <laughs> right. And she still doesn't believe it, by the way. That's the thing that was hard no, to kind of No, she does believe that they're dead now because she found the scarf, which makes no sense because in the next scene she meets up with the PI and she's like, there's too much evidence that right. my daughter is dead That's to, what for I'm me saying. to go on with this. And it's I'm like, broken. because you found the scarf that you saw in the video? Major yeah. fucking plot hole. Yeah, well, you know. The PI is like, well, Richie's probably still alive because they say it's easier to be on the run alone than with two people. Right. And then Jill's like, renewed hope. She's like, so I just need to find Gary. Yeah. Um... Did I say Richie earlier? Sorry. Uh, so she just needs to find Gary. He's like, just figure out how he got out of here and then you'll find him. So she walks down the road a ways and finds what? Some nicotine gum. Yes. And the package. And she picks it up. Gives it and to the P.I. as she's bending over to pick up the nicotine gum package, she sees a tire track that's going off into the woods. So she's like, this is definitely proof <laughs> that... Gary is still alive, and yada yada. I found she a toothpick and a shoelace. They're yeah. still alive. She takes it home. Connor comes upstairs while she's sitting at this desk, typing away and looking at this Ziploc bag full of gum. And he's like, we need to start thinking about readings and uh, songs for Emily's memorial service. Right. And Emily's, or sorry, Jill is like, I don't have time for that right now. And he's like, you don't have time to plan your daughter's funeral. I haven't even brought up yet that we haven't planned the wedding. Oh, and she's like, dude, you just bro. did. Yeah, Connor, yeah. seriously, bro. Which is really shitty. He's off. He's, he's off. dumb. She, he so must be going to inherit fight. a lot of money. Um, They get in a fight. Connor goes downstairs. He's like, all I've tried to do is be helpful. Yeah. So Cut he's going to sleep on the couch tonight. Yeah. Cut to Jill. Meeting the P.I. again. She gives him this bag of gum. And the P.I. is like, you should make a social media page about Gary and where he is. And maybe yep. even Emily, too. And then we pan over to Gary on a couch in the mountains. So we see Gary. Seeing the uh, social posts. media page and being like, huh? And he sits up and gets like a devious look in his eye. And, uh... The next scene is uh, Connor and Jill again. Yeah. It's Jill a is getting a sparkling water, and Connor is like, Look, I've tried to be helpful about this. I don't understand why you're taking this out on me. And he looks like he smells something bad, which right. probably could have come does. in handy for the next scene. Maybe. Because he's like, I guess I'll sleep on the couch tonight. Jill goes to bed, but then she wakes up in the middle of the night. She's like, <sighs> and She can't move. She can't, she can't breathe. Hardly walk. Can hardly walk. I thought she was saying, I have gas. And I was like, whoa, that's really weird. <laughs> but she says, it smells like gas. Yes. And, then, and she's like, Connor! And she runs down the stairs. And he's and Connor's out. totally almost he's dead. He's fucking dead. We think he almost might even dead. be dead. He might be dead. But he's not. But she drags him out somehow. She drags him out of the house. And then she's like getting into an ambulance in a little, uh, you know. And who shows up? Richie, Richie wearing his uniform. Short sleeve shirt at night, yeah. by the way. And Jill is like, I didn't know you work nights. And he says, I don't. I just heard it on my radio. And I'm oh, like, yeah. so you neither were working 
Yet you yeah, I mean, you still weren't working it. You uniform were listening to your radio wearing your uniform. Yeah. yeah. He's dumb. really into being police. He's really into He's just really police. into his job. Blue Lives Matter. Um, <laughs> well, know. then, like, so they get Connor And he's like, Connor turns out uh, someone must have turned on Connor's the... smart app. Yes. And leak, turned the gas on. Okay. What gas? We don't know. Where was it leaking from? We don't know. How no was fucking it leaking? idea. We have no idea. How the thing I can't uh, possibly understand is, okay, I get you can turn the green beans on to whatever boil. I don't understand how you could just turn the gas on with the smartphone. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And he goes, well, it's a good thing there was nothing that sparked because that would have been a bomb. It would have blew them all up or whatever. Yeah, but like so, what was on? Anyway. Well, the refrigerator could have went off or something or like... I don't Static electricity. Who the fuck knows? I don't know no, how I much mean, gas what, there was. How was the gas leaking out? That's what I want. That's yeah, what I mean. and especially with Connor and his fucking you know, hyperbolic fucking olfactory thing he had going on. Why didn't he smell the gas and wake up and be like, "Who farted?" or whatever? Like gas smells like because <laughs> it's supposed to smell really rancid. Uh, yeah, it can be subtle, but yeah. Um, we cut to Connor is in the hospital, still passed out. Yeah, she's in the hospital gas. as well as Jill. But Jill is in the hospital too, leaning over Connor, like I'm so sorry. Like she, she comes in in uniform, and he's yep. like, "Again, so sorry this is happening to you." And she's like, "Well, it was obviously your brother. He got the passcode from Connor's app, and he's like, why would my brother be doing this?' I should think it's fairly obvious, Richie. But right. Um. Anyway, he's like, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to ask the chief the to chief. look into this. Well, and like, he, you already also said says, that, Richie. I think he sees the social media posts and yes. he's getting like antsy, so he tried to kill us. Yes. Which, at this point in the movie, is a long stretch for everyone else but Jill and Santa Claus. Yes. And so, and, and Richie's talking to the chief all the time, never coming to anything. I'd be like, fuck the chief, bro. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Continue. Jill stands up, goes over to look at a picture. It's of some mountains. And she's like, <gasps> What happens? I just know where Gary is now. Ding, if ding, I can ding, just remember ding, ding. that he was at his old coach's house of snowboarding. The snowboard um, coach house. I'm having some serious syntax issues. Snowboard Coachella. His house of snowboarding. Sorry. His house of snowboarding. So she decides <laughs> she's going to take that trip to Alexandria after all. Although she's yeah. also carbon monoxide poisoned. Yeah, and she just goes by herself. Yep. Gary's still in the hospital. Or, sorry, Connor, Connor is still in the hospital, but she's not. It makes no sense. Uh, but she's driving along to Alexandria. The PI calls. Um, she gets to the house, which she finds through like a very bored snowboard ski shop yeah. worker. who's He's like, like working on a boot. The, he's like, the coach lives up down the road. Yeah. On... But he's out of season, so yeah. it's like. He's not there. And she's like, oh, yeah. So she goes to the house. Drives to the house. Unlocked, of course. She of walks course. right in. Gary, She's walking Gary's around. The PI cautious. calls and he's like, guess what? The nicotine gum was a match, but only familial. Yeah, like so it wasn't strong enough to definitely Richie. be Gary, but it could be a family member. She's like, well, Richie, choose the same gum. What if it's him? Duh. Right, duh. And um, the PI's like, you're in grave danger. I'll get a bodyguard for you. Like... Bitch, yeah. I'm already at the fucking house. She didn't even let on that, by yeah. the way. But, yeah. Um, so, she walks through this house. Who does she find? Emily. Tied, tied to a table. Tied up to a table. Uh, going through serious anti-depression, anti-depressant withdrawal, obviously. 
Yeah, but she hasn't um, taken her meds for a while, so yeah. who knows, right? And um, Jill is, like, trying to get her untied from this table, but who pulls up? Gary! Gary. Who's with Gary? Finally out of uniform Richie! in the final fucking scene. Richie. You see Richie. So the brothers, brothers fucking McMullen here are yeah. fucking, like, trying to not only scheme and get him out of jail time by hiding out in, in the fucking snowboard coachella house yes but they've also somehow tied up the daughter emily yeah for reasons unknown at this point because she's like i want to go home it turns out right um and gary was like well you can't go home until i'm on the run we're gonna right. go on the run together blah 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 so uh turns out richie has been making this fake id for both of them oh yeah that's right but then gary's like but i guess emily won't be needing hers yeah because you're both gonna die yeah he's pretty pretty uh at this point he's gone full psycho because he's like shaking his head around and going, yeah. <laughs> squinting yeah. his eyes up is that um, how the boys in kashokton do apparently this is how psychos act <laughs> um so he gives this long speech instead of killing everyone right away of course tells he has to give everyone plenty of time to figure out how to get away yeah so he's waving the gun around he's like Richie, go get the truck ready and put the tarps in it or something. And Richie's like, sure, bro. Right. I mean, Richie just can't wait to obey Gary's every wish. Um, I don't know. I'm glad we're almost done because my throat is like getting really dry. Um, So, where was I? Sorry. Gary is like... Richie's gone to get the truck. Or you could pay me a ransom, but... Like, what is that even going to do? Jill is like... Oh, my money's tied up in the bail money. Right, because she bailed, she she financed the house to yeah. get bail for Emily out of the prison. Yeah. Or the jail situation. And, um, and the lawyer. So Gary's like, that's not going to work. Right. Um, I think she tries to negotiate a different amount of money, but she tries to she's to like, I'll give you the jewelry something. and yeah. like $5,000. But it doesn't work out. So um, Gary turns his back for like one second and they Jill hits him over the head with an ashtray. Yeah. Here's my fucking problem. When you hit someone over the head with an ashtray that has a gun, first of all, take the gun. Absolutely. Second of all, hit them a couple more times so yeah, they can't don't stop chase after them. you with a gun. And also, maybe just pick up the gun and shoot them in the kneecap. They That's won't. They won't. Good point. They yeah. won't. It's not a harmful shot. Or hit them with the gun. I don't know. Something. Uh, you could do a lot um, of things. But you also have Richie out there getting the truck. But whatever. Yes. But now you have a gun that you can run away with. Um, anyway. They just uh, run into this wilderness they into that the they woods. have no idea where they they're going. They don't know where they're going. They're kind of crouching, running. Gary and Richie come out. Together. With guns that mm-hmm. they didn't take because they're fucking idiots. And, and uh, Gary's doing the weird, like, the stalky. Like, Gary's like, where giving a speech, where yeah. are you? If you could just be with me, baby. Like, yeah, whatever. Come on. Yeah. Me and your mom in a three-way. Come on. Yeah. You know you like it. <laughs> and Richie's like, yeah, Gary, yeah. Yeah. Um. So somehow, Gary hears, like, a something snap in like the woods. Turns snap. around real quick and shoots Richie, Richie on accident. Shoots Richie right in, the in the shoulder. Shoulder. Not a bad injury. And Richie's like, oh, my God, we need to call the ambulance. And Gary's like, no, I can't risk it. You need it. to take me to a hospital. Yeah. Can't risk it. So what does fucking Gary do? So he do? shoots Richie in the head and kills him. Fucking puts Richie down. Richie, the loyal police officer. Yeah. Who's been helping him get out of all, all the shit. Stuff, yeah. Like in one minute, just like <clears throat> done. Over it. Yeah. 
And uh, when Richie gets shot in the head, Emily screams because yeah. she's stupid. Um, she, like she hasn't seen anyone die anyone, before. But, yeah. but um, so she screams. Now Gary can find them. And he's uh, coming. So he he's, comes oh, after he's them, coming. and he's still giving his speech because you know why? Why Killer's kill them let when he could out. give this, you know, soliloquy? And um, it hadn't been for you meddling suburban housewives. Yeah. In the meantime, Jill charges him. Yep. He's like, "Oh, is that the best you got? You're gonna have to do better than and that." And they're kind of struggling. Still not shooting her. Yeah. They struggle a bit. She knees him in the nuts, not once, but twice. twice and then twice. pushes him into this ravine. She, yeah, she does like a, a charge. Yeah. She kind of charges at him and so pushes So he falls him. into this ravine and dies. Yeah. Dead to the world. Yeah. Now we cut to the last scene where um, Emily is sitting in the house with a house arrest ankle mm-hmm. bracelet in walk uh connor and jill who have just gotten married yep and emily's like shouldn't you guys be on your honeymoon and they're like we're not going anywhere until you get out of that bracelet in six months and connor goes three with good (laughs) (laughs) so glad we know this now oh god when are they going to take her on like uh like a carnival cruise maybe i don't know something like like that but like i just love that they're like not for another six months. Yeah. Three with good tisk, behavior. Tisk. And Emily's I, like, oh, shucks, and hugs them. And I really kind of want to know what Jill and Connor's idea of a good time is for their honeymoon. I but... thought they said they were going to, like, Greece or something. But maybe. maybe I just oh, I guess up. maybe Connor is kind of Greek looking. Maybe he's going to go see the familia. <laughs> um, well, I thought, like, it was a very cautionary tale of shitty boyfriends and fake suicides. Uh, yeah, if your boyfriend is acting like an asshole, yeah. Well, but he acted like an asshole the entire time. Hello, you know, if if the roles were reversed and you shot somebody in broad daylight because they cut you off, I think we our relationship would just be over at that point. <laughs> I and, just don't think I could really feel the same way about someone if I saw them murder someone over a, in front of a you. Minor traffic. Not even like you kind of heard they might have murdered mm-hmm. somebody. Literally, like oh, I hate oh, I this saw person. this. Yeah. Boom! Right to the chest. I don't think I would have been able. While to While I'm like that, begging but... you to not do it. Yeah, and you know who knows? Who knows? But you know what? Good on Jill. Fucking good on Jill for solving the thing that nobody wanted solved. Yeah. Like everybody else was like completely <laughs> ready to let this one go, give their speeches and eulogies. Even Connor was yeah. was out. But her and Santa Claus pulled it out in the fucking end. Yeah. Total props to them. <laughs> like they really did a fucking great job. Fantastic job even. So I still give it one star. Oh wow. <laughs> really? Why? Um, I mean, I think it was it was good. Uh I thought Gary's character was just so garish. And so oh yeah, he was terrible. awful, so and, annoying. Um, I really wanted him to spring for a little bit more uniform change for Richie, or even just have Richie in normal clothes. Yeah, that at was, some point, I, I think just, they were trying to drive home the fact that he was a cop. So how could he do anything wrong? Yeah, but it was like they didn't. But he's really, clearly related to this shitbag. They so. did, but they didn't really build the basis for that's how he got away with everything. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for me, like it would have been like, oh, the evidence went missing, or something like cool. For him being a cop, but it was it was just like I'll talk to the chief, and then it goes nowhere. Like, which right. is fine, but I felt like if you were gonna just make his brother the cop, like you know, I don't know, yeah, like make it stupid. more, or at least give Gary's mom a name. Yeah, and poor Gary's mom. <laughs> like, what a bunch of born born out some shit bags. But I still give it two stars only because two. it was more entertaining than 
fucking caught on tape that we watched. Yeah, I mean, the caught same on day. tape was terrible. So I was just like, well, it was better than that. So all right, I mean, all right. Maybe I'll, I'll come up to one and a half stars. But <laughs> Antonio Sabato Jr. Again, he's got a soft place in my heart. But I mean, I kind of wish Emily had died because she was so annoying and dumb. But I also admire her for making me re-examine my teenage years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, trigger warnings, right? Yeah. Like, all the way through. I think it would have been a much better movie if um, she was trying to figure out if they actually committed suicide and just found out they actually committed suicide and then had to go home with their life. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oops. Yeah. yeah. Well, just because Gary was such a dirtbag and not that I wanted her daughter to die. Honestly, but... maybe I'm going to dock at a star because of the fucking horrible legal Oh, Shit. my God. Like, yeah, letting really him annoying. out on bail after yeah. being convicted of murder. You're but they like... couldn't make him escape. But they could have at least been like, well, while we're waiting for trial. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, holy shit. You obviously know he did it. As as the spectator of the movie, you know he shot the guy yeah. in the chest. Uh, like there's, there's no doubt about witness. it. Zero doubts about it. Yeah. Even you, as a viewer, are a witness to the murder. Yes. So you know he's guilty. So you could have been the impending trial, which I would have assumed he would have been on bail for. Maybe uh that yeah, would have made more sense i'm gonna say that one star for the shoddy legal understandings i mean they're always bad in lifetime yeah and the law always bends to their will actually but... the legal standings in the last one we reviewed the caught on tape were actually pretty good they're like what are you going to sue them for well yeah def- defamation or whatever right. like that actually like, i felt like they maybe wikipedia too much legal stuff and then this one they were but just that like, was because it fit their that's true what they were trying their to go story. for that's they were true. trying to go for she's going to learn about herself and get revenge by breaking the computer well and i guess in this way it fit their story too right like that the, it allowed gary to get away and do his snowboarding excursion mm-hmm. kidnapping i yeah. don't know but i still think it's one star one and a half mm-hmm. maybe um it did have a lot of drama which was maybe good i've just watched too many bad movies lately i was like that was pretty good i know i i'm, I'm excited we, we've already queued up a few for you guys uh the next we, we at least got like yeah. three or four maybe so we're and there Still was one that lydia was like i have to see this one <laughs> whatever oh, it yeah. is i have to see oh, this yeah. one so uh stay tuned thank you guys for uh tuning in for another back-to-back episode um thank you for enduring my yawning and scraggly voice and also and... proud of you for doing the notes and guiding this whole thing yeah through. I it's never not as easy oh. it's not that easy right like you well, have it to, gets exhausting. to keep track of. I'm like another page. i know i just want to be over with it well you know you did it once that's good enough i'll yeah. do it from now on <laughs> but sit it was back good and have some sit wine. back and have some wine and just throw out your comments man <laughs> right. well thank you so much i'm michael casey i'm lydia love and we'll see you guys in the next lifetime that Jill like and Connor joke. are that by that I mean pfft. pause for edit sorry